real life. Superpowers. Hello, we are here with Dari Schechter, the VP of Creative and Design of Mindspace. Hi, what's up, P? What's I up, what's up? I didn't know we were going to do it. <laughs> so I just realized, but I'm going with the flow. Hi, thank you, Osh. thank you for doing this. We're going to unlock your brain. In okay, this, uh, no, my brain is super fluent, and uh, especially when I'm here with you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Fair so, enough. So, so, so Dari, Dari is a really colorful person. She's like, uh, she always has like the most coolest accessories in the world. possible on earth my god thank you i didn't yeah, know no. that's what, what you think about so me. i hide i hide my feelings toward your accessories and uh, now i'm He's just gonna jealous. open it up to everybody okay thank you yeah. be more clear next time so so, so dari is like in the co-working space true mind right. space yeah so like whoever doesn't know about co-working space it's like the biggest real estate trend in the last let's say decade yeah um so i think most people know we work but mindspace is actually pretty huge there's offices in israel berlin poland england holland and the u.s right what's amazing about it is what i'm seeing in in co-working spaces now is that it's not only about the real estate which is like the business opportunity that it started off on there's like a whole community, community thing yeah uh so it's really impressive to see how it evolved And, um, and, and thanks for being here. Thank um, you for inviting. And, and Dari, you're so young. So how did you end up in this position? Oh, I'm so not it's, fucking it's young. It's a dream job. You have a dream job. Um, thank you. On the one hand. On the second, I cannot, I cannot say about any job that is a dream job. You have to work hard for it. You're kidding your ass for it. Like today, you're catching me in a very bad day. And I, today I can say like, you can kill me, but it's not a dream job. But yeah. Obviously, every kind of job is like this. Exactly. Uh, but uh, yes, I definitely do what I like, which is fun. And uh, I think uh, if you're asking me how, how I got there, I just started doing seriously what I like and implementing it within uh, the place I work. I didn't start as managing the... Um, I didn't start as the VP Creative and Design of Mindspace. I actually started as a... community manager and a sales manager uh, in mindspace in mindspace I was the first uh, worker actually of the company and and I think like in any regular startup you do everything you do whatever you need to do in order to make it happen so as part of like doing everything I had to touch the space and like create something that will be aligned with what I'm trying to sell and through uh, giving my touch of design to the space uh, I realized I'm good at it I actually because they, they, they gave you a chance to actually give your inputs about what the look and feel of the place is exactly at the beginning they were a bit skeptical about it because I came from the business world and you didn't study the anyway nothing wow. it, it came from my house like for my home uh, it's a culture thing that we really uh, Uh, we appreciate art we visit a lot of exhibitions around the world it's a it's a family thing and I said that in my next job will be if it will be something around a uh, physical something with a space I have to give my uh, uh, my two cents into the space and that was my space at the beginning uh, I had to convince them hardly in order to give me this chance and Uh, but I did because I was doing sales as well so I had to do sales as well with CEO and um, 
and it went really good. Uh, I remember the day that was the first opening of the space. Everybody, like, you have to understand, people didn't understand what the hell co-working is. You explain them, listen, it's a 2,000 meter space. Uh, it's divided uh, into small rooms. Everything you can see through. Everything is boutique. And everybody looked at me, what the fuck are you talking about? No, because it is weird. Like, it's if you weird. Really think of it, you think of it, like, I, I wouldn't take an apartment with more than, like, one person. Obviously. And I'd probably want to know him before. So, like, sharing, like, you know, a cup of coffee with, like, th- 37 strangers, exactly. it's okay now. Of people that are grown-ups that are like CEOs of startups and businesses, why should they share something? I, like an Israeli, like typically they would like to have their own space, they want to have their own identity and whatever. And it was really hard to sell it at the beginning. Didn't the smart business people realize the networking opportunity here? Of course, that was part of my pitch, but, uh, you know, they had to see it because it, it sounded like it was like a bee place for right. bees. You know, it's like everything is divided. A lot of people, they're doing like, we're now creating honey together. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's the opposite now. You're like Barclays can be in like a place like, uh, yeah, yeah, all yeah, these big, big organizations they, they rather be want to be there. Even like Microsoft and all these other places, I think it's a worldwide thing where all these companies want to be in these shared working spaces because they understand they need to tap into it as well as their regular offices. Yeah, give, like, uh, what's your biggest brands that took offices in the co-working space? Wow, I think, which for us, think about it, the first branch of Mindspace, which was in Israel, we had Palantir, which are, no need to explain, and Coca-Cola took an office like they they jumped into this opportunity to touch the innovative space but this was before this incredible design because for people that haven't stepped into a mind space then i highly recommend that it's actually really inspiring and you walk in and you get that vibe of something rough and creative uh and that there's some flow in the air True, but um, no, this, the, this was not going on before. This is something that was, you worked in. I, from the beginning, I touched all the spaces from the creative part of it and the design part of it, and um, and yeah. So I, I was, I just started my 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 first sentences. I said that like the the moment that the clients entered the space after the renovation, when they try to catch the pitch idea to the to the physical product was amazing. Like people enter the space and like, what the fuck I see? People were like taking selfies. I thought, I think it was even before the selfie time. People were (laughs) taking selfies with like, with a phone booth, seating, like for the past, like for the first like five hours that people entered, they were just taking pictures, taking like ordering, like their friends, inviting them, come, you have to see. And um, you become the cool person in the room. And then like, the thing is, I think everybody feels cool there. Everybody feels that like this is their identity, like this is my space. This is so that's what it says about me. I chose to be in this place. I chose to be part of this community. And this whole experience was bootstrapped. This is the fact that you designed uh, this whole concept is basically because this was a startup uh, that wasn't going to afford or look into a professional designer, uh, and you evolved into this. The thing is. I, I'm, I'm going a bit like back. I'll yeah. explain how it really started. Um, 
I I do I participated in a very cool entrepreneurship program, Zelle program in IDC. And as part of this program, they take 20 students into the States. Uh, they fly them to see all the big brands or spaces, to meet the CEOs, like big VPs, whatever. You meet the VP marketing of LinkedIn. You meet the, I met Mark Zuckerberg, like everybody are wearing their suits, meeting people and, uh, and pitching our idea for startups. And it's part of this uh a road trip, uh, we went to see WeWork and it was, I think it was like six years ago, six and a half years ago. And they had only two or three locations back then, which is crazy. No one knew them. And, um, and we took part in this tour. And when I entered the space for the first time and I was really exposed to see this concept, you know, like to see co-working. I was shouting like, oh my God, what I see, Malé. I, I, I started hugging the community managers. Take me. I wanna, I'm moving. I'm leaving Israel. I'm moving here. I want to be part of this concept. And everybody, okay, okay, relax, chill, girl. Okay, freak. And um, yeah, I was, I was too, I was like, I was yet, like crazy. And um, and then we were in contact. I, we met Adam Neumann. It was its beginning. You have time for it. Meeting entrepreneurs from Israel. What a big thing, whatever. And uh, we were just students. And um, and then he asked, like, do you think it's a good idea to enter the Israeli market? And then we said, like, of course, part of the people said, no, it's not a good idea. If some of the people said yes. And I was like shouting, yes. Wait, who was asking this? Adam Neumann. Really? Okay. And uh, and I was shouting, what the hell? Yes. And I'm going to be that person that's going to launch it. And then I kept in contact with the guys from WeWork. And... It seems that they're not going to enter soon the market. So um, as part of being a, a part of this entrepreneurship program. And this was part of what studies? What did you study? Entrepreneurship. That, no, this what, is what degree? Ah, business. Business, okay. But it's kind of like a program. It doesn't matter. You don't study nothing from your degree. You're adding like an extra year for your studies in order to learn entrepreneurship, to build yeah, your yeah, startup. I'm, I'm trying to understand it's your like journey it, in general. because so it's, like in a, it's an elite program. For uh, people who are uh, very entrepreneur oriented, by nature, yeah, uh, and it's very hard to get into that program. So it's about twenty students from ten thousand a year. Get Got into it. The program. Got it. It's a really, really, really cool product. Super hard. It's like a boot camp for entrepreneurship, and that's why they put they really they have crazy budget for us, and that's why they flew us to the U.S. and um, and in the end of this process, we were in contact and. Uh, I think the VP marketing of WeWork, I don't remember his name, and I were in contact. And then I realized that it wasn't uh, wasn't going in that direction that I wanted. And uh, so I just said, okay, I'm going to do it myself. And then for like at the age of 25, I was for like six months just investigating this market of co-working. And we had nothing in Israel yet. And I was checking what, do we, what competitors we have in Israel. La, la, la. We had nothing really much. Um, and then... Uh, Talk about that uh, entrance entrepreneurial um, spirit. Right. But She's it's making something... herself define her as a self-work. She's building a business. Yeah, like... she's like, okay, Adam, you don't want to do it yet, so yeah, Ch- but challenge is... accepted, man. Definitely. But seriously, I have to say that there's kind of like an energy that you go out of this program, this entrepreneurship program, that you can really like do anything, anything. A lot of confidence. It's crazy. You can you feel you can manage the the world. It's it's a kind of like an illusion, I have to say. But it was good at that time, I have to say. <laughs> it was really good at that time. And um in the age of 25, I was researching and then along the research, like the opportunities 
come. And I met Dan Zakai, which is the CEO today of and the owner of Mindspace. And back then he told me that he was actually working on the same concept as well. Hmm. We were like literally in the same like stage mm-hmm. of of research. Research. He actually found a space. He didn't research much. He's just like doing, you know, this kind of type of person. And he he suggested me to join the forces and um, be like his second hand and to lead all the marketing and sales of the company. And did it bother you that you're now joining uh, not as something that's yours? So that at the beginning, I was like super pissed about it. I was like fighting with him all the time. I'm going to be our owner. If you don't want to be a founder, talk to me in like six months, maybe I'll maybe I'll answer your calls. I was at the beginning, I was like a brat. And, and then I realized, okay, girl. You have nothing. You're 25. You didn't do nothing in your life yet. You were like maybe a waiter and a bartender. And um, and then I realized this illusion that we talked about that you get from this program, entrepreneurship program, is a bit fading. And okay, real life, take this opportunity and go, go girl. And that's what happened. And, and, and then this is the crazy part. So this is like, what, five, six years ago? Five years ago. And then you opened up the space. Yes. Okay, now cut. We're in 2018 right now. How many branches do you have? It was one floor, right? You had one floor. We had one floor. Imalay. I don't remember the, the numbers. It always changes because every week they sign up on like a new branch. Wow. Uh, we have around, uh, I think, 20 plus branches around the world. How many do we work have? If you know. I, they have hundreds. No, they have hundreds. But they the, have hundreds. 20 in, in that period of time is, is like, you know, that's usually 100% growing in business is a lot. This is, um, you know, about 2,000%. Yeah, um, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy. And WeWork was already happening, so it's not like they were completely, you know, out of the blue. So mm-hmm. there was competition. There All was the competition. competition. The crazy thing is I remember the Adam Neumann came to our space to see what the fuck is Mindspace. Like, really? Like, who are they? And we had only so one... So you, you managed to move the needle there? We had only one floor. Think about it. Why should he care? You know, and he just entered walking around and uh, we saw him in the camera um, <laughs> system. You mean stalked? Yeah. He sto- yeah, definitely. And uh, it's funny, you know, and um, obviously we see him as a competitor, like a competitor, but I think it's a kind of like a movement that has to happen that has to be evolved like these crazy offices that people work in yeah at the end of the day there's something that you strengthen each other in a way because you're pushing a concept to the world I remember the day that we work entered the Israeli market it was like around eight months after our grand opening and we were super scared about it and and then when they entered I remember in my marketing classes at my first degree uh, there was always saying the lecturer was always saying that uh, Competition is always good. You always have to have a competition. It always helps you to get more clients. And we didn't realize it. And once they enter the market, the amounts of like leads that we got like Demand. doubled, yeah. doubled like crazy. Because if someone goes to WeWork, he has to check what is like the other option because you cannot just like take whatever. It's, it's like an approach. You cannot just take whatever you see. You, right. if, you're, if you're looking for like an apartment, you will, you will not take the first apartment that you will see. You have to check a number more to, to do this kind of comparison. So it's good. I agree. I got to say there is a, it's a bit philosophical because there's all these theories that you have to, you should try and enter a blue ocean and not a red ocean that's already uh, filled with blood of other sharks. True. But that's and the difference uh, between education of a market right? than, than although, having a market. Although Peter Thiel says the same in his book, Zero to One. He talks about having, trying to find your niche and be a monopoly in it. Uh, but I still, this makes so much sense to me. 
definitely definitely and um it's crazy because today there are around hundreds of co-working spaces in israel which is crazy how in and five years in a crosser obviously but, but here there was one exactly huh. we, were, we were the first one and um so it's it's fun to see in the one hand on the second and it's it's a bit hard how it's israel sometimes like everything is like a, it catches you Like a disease you know if something cool is happening you will see hundreds after two years I remember a, I have a question about cool for a second so I'm, I'm thinking you're like a creative designer right yes so I walk around mind space and I see a jar of eyeballs eyeballs yeah it's okay. like a jar of eyeballs <laughs> just sitting there right and you just know it's that's the kind of the vibe and you go in and you see like a uh, an elevator with with about six thousand mirrors and Uh, you know it's I don't even I don't even know if I'm Disneyland or in in a co-working Burning space, Man but it's like yeah it's, it's so it, you know Burning Man is a good 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 you know it's Reference. a good inspiration because because I, I feel that there is some crazy shit going on here thank you thank but, you no, it, I it, like you guys no it's, it's hard it's really creative but, I, but, but I'm thinking maybe it's a, a teasing because when you go global everybody says there's culture so you're you, you're amazing at the, what you do as a designer and a creative but there must be a difference between what's cool here than in Germany or in Canada of course but in order to this to do this kind of customization we have to learn the market we're checking all the trends around the world and specific in this market and we're doing kind of like a tours before to understand like looking at the cool places, hotels, restaurants. We don't look at offices at all. Real Life Superpowers doesn't like to do the whole sponsorship thing, but we do like to holler out about great ideas or things that are really useful. So this week we want to talk about TubeMaster, what changed my life really easily, by the way. It's actually a simple idea. So you know how you go into YouTube and you're listening to this great song. At the same time, you want to send a message or use a GPS. Is this on your iPhone or your, your phone? Your phone, right? Okay. So, so you actually have to choose if you want the song more to send your wife a message. You have to actually decide what's more important. By the way, send a message for your wife. It's more important. But anyways, now you don't have to decide anymore. So you download the app and then YouTube can work with any other app. So uh, you can minimize... Uh, YouTube and still be on your phone exactly and you can hear what's going on on YouTube exactly love it simple idea great idea wow yeah, for me it was great so holler to you guys right but but there's also a brand so you have like Mindspace you still want them to get the feel true so you have to change it for a different market it's like how do you manage that we don't that's the thing when you're saying change we don't really change we have our DNA we have our language and we and we go with it As long as we are a team of people that are creative, we are designing it one by one together. We're doing this adoption that you're talking about, but we're always keeping on the same vibes and coolness. And it's hard. Guys, you have, we always have to invent something. But Dari, how did you have the courage for this? I mean, didn't you sort of look sideways and think there are people who went the traditional way and studied design uh, that are much more competent and capable of doing this huge project? And it seems like you put yourself at the tier one of designers uh, at a journey that's so rare. Thank you for this question. I think it's amazing. Great question. I have to say it's pretty difficult for me. It's very challenging because I sometimes I get bad energies from designers that don't appreciate that I got into this role without doing any degree 
and and because design. they're still struggling and trying to get True. this project and and you True. know just get get their way across and uh, succeed and you're all the way somewhere else completely and you just leaped from somewhere else and the thing is I don't believe that there are such leaps I'm sure that the the dots in your life are leading to this and and if we reverse engineer it we can understand how you became from somebody who studied business this huge in uh, influencer influencer creator so I'm wondering where how how do you explain it how does this happen do you think it's out of the blue I think I think I can explain it I think um, from being something from the beginning you gave me the opportunity to do what what I wanted basically as I explained like a startup you do everything so I basically if, if I would go to like a like more like base organized entering to like a position of a designer no one would have give me this chance they were no. looking for a specific person with specific degree but because it was a startup I could do whatever I want and I think most roles in the high-tech scene especially you don't study it. You learn from it, you know, you learn from the way, you know, you don't have like a SEO uh, a degree and, um, and it's hard. Even marketing, marketing management, I, I, I did marketing courses in business. You don't really learn, like you don't really study marketing. Okay, guys, it's, it's, from, so, it's so true. It's from, the, it's from the environment that you learn from. And, and I think because I was like in a startup and I was a forced artist, I think I was in the right place in the right time and I used my capabilities to to push what I want I'm I'm very very stubborn I'm, I'm for, it works for me sometimes and sometimes it doesn't but uh, with Dan I was so stubborn he couldn't hear me anymore <laughs> he just let me to do it he just okay just design it okay leave me alone I was like digging his head for months let me do it let me do it let me do it please let me do it I was like giving him references and whatever he was just ignoring me and he would say differently now but like don't listen to him but uh, yeah now he's probably saying yeah I knew all along don Dari is the one who should have designed mindspace it was so clear no, as no, the no, moment no, I met no, her no, no, what was the me. what was the point where where you impressed him where you're like here's the jar of eyeballs that's for me that's so so <laughs> That's just, it's so weird and pressing but no you have to come to other branches if the eyes of whatever you saw the jars of it every you have to see more stuff just pass by yeah, I just like, stick there for a moment I'm like wow that works why does that work I do not believe you love it yeah, yeah like in Holland maybe there's like bodies in fridges right? no today if you ask me I think it's disgusting these jars of wow, <laughs> oh okay. stop it Dari no, wait so, so I, what was the thing I that changed, impressed him I changed what do I do my design changed my approach changes um, you asked me when it started um, so I, when I realized that he's not the person to to mm. touch his heart I went to the architect of the project and I created kind of like a presentation of what is my mood board my ideas and my references and my approach to the space you just started doing it I was just I, I didn't ask him I was just doing it I just started designing I collected stuff and whatever and I think then the superpower here is becoming very clear yep definitely superpower. Ah, the name of the show okay <laughs> thank you and then and then I sh- I, I showed the presentation to the architect he loved it and that's it from now and on I I was did, controlling did, the space. Did the architect know that you have zero experience? He didn't care because he looked at it from the more styling uh, approach. I did like a styling. Uh, but then I, I took this opportunity and really took it to the next step and did more like curating for the space and more creative directing. And I think I, I, I was just starting this job along the way. 
really from from reading it from reading blogs from from seeing other designers design do you feel that you've improved since because I, of course I, because hate I know uh, that many uh, creators at the beginning uh, of their of their way of their career they they have what they call what iron glass from this American life calls the creative gap when you've envisioned something in your head and then you go and you try to create it and there's such a gap between what you imagined and what happened so do you feel like you're touching a very sensitive point now I can cry from it I can be dead this is like the moments I can really kill myself has and that improved though is has the gap uh, now the gap will come a bit you smaller? have to understand that when we design a space we're designing something that is like on the other the like side of the globe and for instance now we're designing a, a space for DC Washington and I don't have you like even like one day to go there to see it so we're just designing it from the pictures and illustrations and whatever and it's so hard and you cannot really uh, um, overcome this gap so you plan something you come to the space you see it you see that 50% of the stuff that you designed are not really happening and um, so it's really hard and um, but I have to say if I'm talking about my involvement in this role um, when you said about the jars with the eyes something pinched me. Because it really reminds me of my beginning, like the stuff that I would do only at the beginning and I would never do again. But that's why I think you can see the cha- you can really see my change in approach through the branches. I think only now I started liking what I do. Like it took me years to get there. But is it uh, because now there's less of a gap and what you imagine is what you see or, or because you yeah or yeah what is what, the, the budget just go like like decreased and decreased <laughs> like crazy it's trying to be efficient my ass <laughs> and and no really it's so hard but uh, I think that um it's a process it's a process where I, I I learn I learn stuff I see the world and I think from mistakes I learn after I, I design something I see the mistake I fix it. Then another chapter of understanding some, something I sponged it and then along the job you realize what you like and what people like what could work what is cheaper to work with and that still gives a great effect uh, you meet more suppliers you meet more artists yeah, like you learn the insider secrets. Definitely. And I think now that I'm working with a crazy community of artists that really bring the vibes of the space, it's easier. You just pick them, you know, you just, okay, I want you to come here. Okay, come do me this Warsaw branch. It's just easier. And I think how we distinguish ourselves from our competitors when it comes to design, I think it's the artists, the community of artists that we really build with them the language. We don't, we don't just buy something and like stick it to the wall. We're thinking with them what will... What this artwork will make people feel, how this um, connects to the other, the other artist's artwork in the other side of the room. And everything connects. If you really think about it, it's like really building a physical user experience when it comes to an end. So if, if, if like you would give a story to this brand in the community, okay? okay. what would it be? Like, like you say, listen, if you want to build a successful community of people A lot of people okay how do you do that like in a in a in a wow. sentence like what what's the what's the secret okay so as I explained I started as a community manager I had no experience in that but the only experience I had in my life is my friends like I, I would say I'm the community manager of my friends <laughs> and uh, seriously and um, you're the person connecting between everyone yes actually I I I'm a founder of another uh, 
small like, organization that is all about communities. I will explain about it in a minute. Yeah, please do. And um, the thing is, I think it's all about the people. You need to understand the people. You need to understand the characters and think how they can connect. So for the beginning of the Mindspace community, I was struggling to connect people, you know, okay, how do I do it? How do I really connect people? You know, I want to create this community. I want people to be together. But at the really beginning, and Ronen was part of the early adopters, let's call it, um, people came like more spiritual about it, more like open-minded about it. So like 50% of the community were like ready to communicate, ready to connect. And the other 50% were like, what is this concept? What is this community? What do you mean? Why about am I here? What is, what is the fuck is the community is? And, um, and I realized that like, even though I'm selling a network uh, space, you have to connect. It's a place to do networking and whatever. It's not about the network. It's about the energies. It's about the people. If you want to like, I, I, I'm not, I don't believe really that the connection between people works only from the business aspect. I think it's only about the energy. If you meet something that you have good energy, you can do whatever. You can do everything together. And that's that was my approach. I'm, I was introducing between people because I th- I felt that they, they could connect like personally, you know, they could be friends, they could hang out, whatever. And that's what happened. Like I really connected be- between people. They became friends and some of them became even partners at work and uh, collaborated. And I think... Me as a community manager, uh, being there every day, I was like really like supervising it. I was like checking, did you eat with him lunch? Did you talk to him? Did you ask him what he did, what he did yesterday? Where like this, you have to talk. And I had like one, oh, that's funny, sorry. And I, I like I had uh, one dude uh, that uh, just run, started to rent a space. And I was like telling him, listen, we have happy hours on Thursday. I have this kind of company that could be relevant for you. I have a cool dude that maybe could be uh, nice to, to talk with. And he was like, girl leave me alone i'm not uh, i'm not this community dude that you think i am and uh, just leave me alone i'll rent my office i'll drink my coffee and shut up i'm like okay what a misanthrope misanthrope is the right word in english like an un un uh, social yeah. person yeah. so I was like, I had an idea. Okay, I know another unsocial person. I should, con- I should connect. <laughs> you just figured, okay, minus and minus will equal plus. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like taking this unsocial person. Listen, I met the perfect dude for you. And they're like, I put him in the same room. Dude, be unsocial together. I closed the door and I just left. And they became best friends. It's <laughs> amazing. They were just sitting in the room and ditching people together. <laughs> so that was the approach. And like, I don't know, it worked. That's, that's actually a good insight, the guy finding two people who are unsocial and bringing them together. I, I would always think that that wouldn't work. It's like, you know, two kids at school that nobody likes. I don't think they... they that means haters like to hate. Yeah, that's they true. They need to hate together. Yeah. Put the trolls together. Yeah. But but you know what? This is a good time to ask, actually. So what do you think your superpower is? Because it sounds to me you have a few talents, but what's your superpower? I think because, uh, wow, I don't take medicines. Seriously, <laughs> I should take like all this Ritalin stuff and whatever should be. I should be more calm. No, I'm here. Why should you? Exactly. I'm, I'm against of it. I, I, I need these energies. I need this hyperactive approach and I cannot sit on my ass and I'm always just jumping around. And I think this jumping around approach, uh, people like it a bit and it, help, it helps me with seriously with suppliers, with colleagues, with my boss. I just when I jump around to my boss. 
and tell him, listen, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to, I'm going to take the budget. I'm going to put it in my trust and I'm going to do, do whatever I want and love me. Okay. And then <laughs> I go. So I'm trying to use good energies with what I do always. And sometimes it works and sometimes people don't know how to digest it. And it's okay. Sometimes it's too, it's too much. Uh, but I'm, when I'm going back home, I cannot even explain you how I'm just, I'm just falling down because <laughs> the amount of energies that I put in people and like into everything into that you everything do, everything, because I'm just like, I'm, I'm, re, I'm, I don't know. I feel if I make someone happy, I'll, I'll get it back. It's kind of like a mirror and, um, and it works. And I think this in a combination of, as I said, I'm a super stubborn person. I'm trying to get what I want. Always doesn't work with my relationship, but it works at my job. And um, I don't believe I, I believe that everything can happen. Like seriously, nothing is like okay. I'm sorry, it's too late. You cannot do nothing. And mine don't believe looks it. like that. Definitely, mine just looks exactly like what you described. It sounds like you're optimistic and enthusiastic. So it's like it's optimistic enthusiasm. And, and I'm an optimistic and a pin and ass as well. <laughs> well. That works together. It definitely works, works together. together. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of like a kiss and like a slap, you know? Right. I love you, but do this please now, bitch. <laughs> like I'm trying to do this combination. And your kryptonite? Am I kryptonite? Ah, my kryptonite. Emily. I'm... Because I'm an optimistic person and I'm, I'm having this mirror approach, when I see someone that is bad energized, I can, I'm sponging these energi- energies and, and it stays with me. And then it, takes, it, it goes with me. You're like absorbing your surrounding. Exactly. Because as I explained, I'm giving back and I'm getting it back from them. And it's kind of like a ping pong thingy. And when someone drops the ball and it just shouts at me or just being bad, um, I don't know how to react to it. I'm sometimes just like, I'm, I, I'm stuck. You know, I, I, whoa, bad energies, dude. What is <laughs> Go this? sit with the other two guys that I already put together and leave me alone. No, I don't know bad energies. Go away from here. Um, but I don't want to sound like a fairy or whatever, a magician. Guys, I'm unhappy sometimes. I'm, go, I'm going sometimes back home and crying my ass and like a piss. I'm having a bad day. I'm like, like every other human being. And I have to say this energizing thingy, giving these energies to the world takes a lot out of me. Right. And, and there's a price for it. I'm, I have to say, and sad uh, music behind me now, <laughs> but uh, I'm sick all the time. I'm like, half of my body is dead. Half of my hobbies. Maybe I'm you should try meditating. Do you? Okay. This, I don't. Okay. I said it. I don't meditate and I need to. I need to. I know it. Everybody says to me, I'm going to one day. I don't have this. As I explained, I'm hipper. I'm jumping around. How can I sit and meditate? You know, I need someone to just like put me in jail and then I meditate. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I guess that's the biggest uh, obstacle uh, to actually getting into it. Yeah, it's uh, sort of like a bullet in the cage. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely so, that. I'm just curious, uh, before we will start wrapping up, um, all these people who are unhappy uh, at their job uh, and want to, do, to live their passion uh, but are afraid or don't know how to start, do you think there's, uh, there are some sort of insights that you can share of what a person can do in order to live their dream? Wow. 
I don't know yet if I'm living my dream. Seriously, I don't know if anyone knows if he's living his dream. Like, but then, but you know when you're not. You know when true. you're somewhere that you don't need to be. And true. I think I, I'm I'm getting the impression that you you feel that you are where you want to be at the moment. Maybe as life happens, there are things that make it a little difficult, and there's bad days. But I think you're at least. It sounds like you're aware of the huge achievement, um, and of where you are at the moment. I think. And if I'm wrong, then that's fair. True. Um, I don't know. I think I see life in chapters. Now, there's chapters in your life. There's a chapter that you're a bit confused. What am I going to do in my life? It's a chapter. It's going to pass. And enjoy it. Because once you'll be in a place that you know exactly where you are and you know exactly who you are, you're going to miss these times. So, oh, I was so confused. And I went to the beach and smoked a cigarette and do whatever I want. And like, Somebody is missing those times, I think. <laughs> and like people are miserable from being miserable. And that makes you more miserable. And it's kind of like a cycle of miserableness. And, and I think that even at the six months that I was just researching about Mindspace, when I did nothing in my life, was just researching I was I didn't have a job I didn't do nothing I was like in a menace in my bank and and I had these energies of telling me you're good you know you're good you know you're talented you don't know what is your talent yet I didn't have any profession I was uh, studied business what is the fuck is business <laughs> and I didn't know what is my profession but I know I know you're good if you, you will do you will look for the good it will come to you but don't be too like don't push it too much like it will come but I think people should more explore people should like see more opportunities out of what they know people are like trying to stick with specific jobs description okay I'm gonna be a lawyer I'm gonna look for a lawyer job I'm gonna be a UX designer I'm gonna look for UX no there's so many types of stuff and actually doing just one thing uh, in 2018 boring it's, it's, and it's also not enough already definitely like, and like if you're like you You don't have a job now take a course study something always enrich yourself always enrich always yourself. moving even if you find this job that you like okay what else interests you go and study this like for instance now I love what I do but I start uh, studying agriculture Pema culture if you're familiar with mm-hmm. Pema culture and I love it I don't know how I'm gonna use it but I don't know I love it and I'm gonna enjoy it and then somehow maybe I'll implement it w- implement it within the spaces with the design or maybe I'll just b- go to the agriculture space and world so following your interests and just having faith that exactly. that's gonna pay off whatever it will be you can be a guitar player whatever just do it and I don't want to sound like a Steve job uh, with <laughs> vision to life do what you love but I don't know do. Just, but just do okay you don't find it okay take a course what do you like you like to sue go sue you like to cook go cook just do it and then you'll find your way that's what I believe maybe it's too optimistic no I think it's great uh, and, I, and I know I see that you believe it uh, and I think you live it. Um, true so that's great and good for you thank you yeah so so like the, I'm gonna sum up a little bit about the like, so what's interesting about your story is I think the first thing is that you you um, explored meaning one of the lucky points that I uh, that of course the talent has to do with it but the lucky point was you flying overseas and seeing that we work was a big uh, influence that means the more you do the more you experience the more ideas you have. Uh, I think the second thing that you said is about creative that means the more things you see the more ideas you have okay. which, uh, which is really important if you're a creative designer 
uh, which is a really good point. And optimism is sounds like something that that goes. Thank you, guys. In two ways, one because of what you're talking about energy, but a second point, which is really interesting, was the point where you actually did the job, even though whoever worked over you or under you didn't respect that you had the talent to do that job. Sure. So you were in sales and you actually did the design work till you became a designer. So you want to be a partner, be a partner, right? So uh, I think that like that that's really inspiring on that sense. Thank you. Um, so nice. I love you guys. <laughs> no, really. I love podcasts. Gary <laughs> <laughs> is so fun. Yeah, she is. Okay, let's do lunch together, guys. Oh, definitely. We're still doing that. Anyway, uh, so thank you very much. This has been truly fun and interesting. Thank you for inviting uh, and, me. And let's just high five it out. Yeah, yeah let's high five it out. Let's high five it out. Hello. Real life. Superpowers. technology. It's Real life.